On this episode of NC Travel Chat, we're going to focus on Fayetteville and its Cumberland County surroundings in eastern North Carolina. Of course, the area has long been known for the military outpost of Fort Bragg, but if you've visited or happen to live here, you'll agree that some of NC's best call this place home. Amazing veteran-owned breweries are here, along with great food, wonderful outdoor spots like Cape Fear Botanical Garden, and awesome museums like the Airborne and Special Ops. We've written quite a bit about this area, but you know someone who's covered it in even more detail? Jenny Bell of the Fayetteville Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. She joined us to talk about how she arrived here, what she does behind the scenes as the quote-unquote champion of Cumberland County, and even her favorite place to grab a beer in her adopted hometown. This is NC Travel Chat, and I'm your host, Carl Hedinger. Okay, for this NC Travel Chat, I'd like to welcome the award-winning champion of Fayetteville and Cumberland County, her adopted hometown, and that last little bit is her words, not mine, Jenny Bell. Jenny, how are you doing? Hey, Carl, I'm doing great this morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. For those of you who maybe don't know anything about Jenny, you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to Fayetteville, and why you love living there. Sure. I came to Fayetteville in 2003 um, because of the military. My uh, husband was, uh, this was his first duty station at Fort Bragg. And um, so I moved here um, for the first time for three years. Um, And then the military took us other places. In the meantime, we returned to Fayetteville back in 2015, and I have been here ever since. Um, it's actually the longest time I've, I've lived in any city as an adult. Um, and, you know, it's kind of funny. I think after a while, you start to just kind of identify with, with a new hometown. And, and so that's why I call Fayetteville my adopted hometown. Um, mm-hmm. I had the option um, to move back to Texas, uh, but chose to stay here because I did fall in love with this place and for a lot of lot of different reasons. But um, sometimes I, I like to tell people I'm kind of a city girl by day, but a country mouse by night. And Fayetteville's kind of that perfect medium in that it's, you know, not a huge metropolitan city, but it does offer enough big city amenities. Um, and its location is so great being right on I-95 that uh, if it doesn't have what you're looking for here, you can quickly hop on the interstate and head to Raleigh or, you know, the beaches, the mountains. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I really, really enjoy this town for um, those reasons. And also, I just fell in love with the people here. It's such a diverse, diverse community, especially being in the South. Um, because of our military presence. And um, I have just really found new family, as I like to say, in in this community. Um, and they've kept me here more than anything else. Um, not to mention, I, I've been working for the Fayetteville Area Convention and Visitors Bureau for almost five years now. And um, it's the, my most favorite job I've ever had. I've, I've really fallen in love with the tourism world in general. So great reason to stay. Yeah. And congratulations on your upcoming, would it be fifth anniversary of working? Yeah, Fayetteville? That's, that's right. Awesome. That's awesome. And uh, sort of within that tourism world, I, I think a lot of people don't really understand or maybe know how much work people like you put into your job 
to get all sorts of people to come and visit and and then others to come and visit and promote it. If you could just tell us a little bit about things you do behind the scenes that maybe people don't sure. understand. Sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people think um, Visitors Bureau and they just assume that we are, you know, just a visitor center where you can stop in and get pamphlets and information on the city. And while we do have that, that is just one department um, in in our organization. Um, we have a sales team that actively sells Fayetteville as a destination for everything from sports tournaments to business conventions. Um, and then in the department I work in, communications, we work hand in hand with our marketing agencies to um, market uh, Cumberland County as a, a travel destination. And we do that in a, in a number of ways. Um, personally, I spend a lot of time working with our local bloggers to kind of tell the story of Fayetteville from the inside out. I actually run our Fayetteville NC Blogger Network. And they're um, tremendous assets to this community because they're already kind of telling the man on the street perspective about everything there is to see, eat, and do here. Um, so uh, I work with those folks to um, tell those stories, but I also write a blog myself called Go Fayetteville. And I use that um, blog to kind of highlight our visitor interests, um, you know, arts and entertainment, recreation, history, um, all the different things that a visitor might be looking for when they come to this area. Hmm. Um, that's, a, that's a really big part of what I do. But then, of course, you know, social media um, is another facet of that. We have about 10 different social media pages across all the platforms. And um, we use those to also heavily promote um, Cumberland County and all the tourism um, attractions and uh, assets that we have here. That's so interesting, just what goes into it, um, you know, what you're doing that maybe a lot of people aren't seeing out front. Um, sure. So let's get into those attractions then. I'd, I'd like to maybe think of it from two ways. The first would be somebody who's from Cumberland County, doesn't really know what to do in the area. What would you say to somebody who's quote unquote a local, what should they do in Fayetteville? Yeah, that's a great question. I, you know, I think people would be surprised um, to learn that. And I think maybe this is true with any place where you've grown up there, but you haven't necessarily explored your own backyard, right? Um, so we do have folks that stop in and they, we get to talking about um, different parts of our county and our attractions. And they're surprised to learn about places that they've never heard of, even though they grew up here. Um, hmm. and so I have a lot of fun trying to, you know, helping educate folks on especially those places that are that are new here. And let's say you grew up in our town of Hope Mills. You may not be aware of the fact that we have um, a kayaking outpost in Spring Lake or even that we have a state park in Spring Lake um, or vice versa. You know, folks in Spring Lake may not realize that uh, we have a massive brewery right off of I-95 in our town of Hope Mills now. Um, so those... Um, those occasions to educate even our locals uh, happen all the time. And I guess on the flip side then, you know, why would someone who's not from Cumberland County want to come and visit? I like to kind of break it down into 
you know, the different visitor interests and what people might be fascinated by. Since Fayetteville's history predates the Revolutionary War, um, we have some fascinating stories to share with folks that are all about the forming of our nation. Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that North Carolina was the 12th state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. And um, that happened literally in downtown Fayetteville. Um, and if you look right behind the Visitors Bureau, there's um, our oldest surviving structure in downtown called the Coal Spring Tavern. And that actually housed the NC delegates who came here in 1789 for the state convention to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Hmm. So, you know, when folks pull in off the highway and they show up at our doors at the Visitors Bureau on the outskirts of downtown, you know, and they're wondering what they can do. Um, I honestly am one of the first things I want to do is point out that building to them in that street because the history alone on that one little street is just fascinating. But then if you just take off on foot, our whole downtown is very walkable and there is just a ton of history and really cool architectural elements. Um, you can definitely go on um, a history tour of downtown. There are three different museums in our downtown area that you can explore, not to mention numerous historic sites and markers. Um, yeah. And that's not even counting, you know, the arts and entertainment and restaurants, shopping, et cetera. So that's a great introduction and kind of a doorway into Cumberland County, as I like to say. If folks are traveling by car um, and maybe want to get a little more rural in Cumberland County, I definitely point them to Spring Lake for some outdoor adventure destinations. Hope Mills, like I mentioned, with our Dirtbag Ales Brewery is such a great family-friendly destination for, for folks to explore and spend time, get off the road, enjoy a dog park, kids park, farmer's market, etc. So, um, yeah, it, it really depends on the visitor interest and, you know, how far they're willing to kind of travel to explore our corners of Cumberland County. You were talking about, um, I didn't realize that, was it the ratification happened in Fayetteville? <laughs> it, it's interesting how, how all these different parts of North Carolina and then, and Fayetteville was kind of a, it was a really big deal until what, the fire that happened? And I can't yeah, remember I mean, the year. Fayetteville was originally, because of our position on the Cape Fear River, it was originally looked at to be the state's capital. Um, you know, we, we were a, essentially a perfect kind of port city for um, the Cape Fear River. And um, it was rapidly growing. Um, and then eventually they decided, of course, that Raleigh would be, Raleigh would be the state capital. Um, but yeah, the, the fire of 1831 that happened here definitely um, left its mark and it destroyed a lot of our historic structures. Um, but there are surviving ones, uh, for instance, that Cool Spring Tavern that I mentioned. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was a, a really destructive um, event for this city, for sure. I, I remember recently, didn't you just come up with a, an article about facts about Fayetteville? I sure did. Thanks to um, NC Tripping's inspiration. <laughs> oh, come yeah. on. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get a plug for herself, but I mean, I think it was great. 
Well, you did because you dug even deeper into it. Um, what out of all those facts, I assume maybe there were one or two that you didn't know. Um, true. I mean, I, I have I have become pretty well versed overall in in our history and that sort of thing, but. Um, I, I'm not the kind of person that necessarily memorizes gobs of history facts. And so that's a delightful part of my job. I'm constantly stumbling on new facts that I wasn't even aware of. And it really, you know, opens my eyes to um, how much there is to learn here. You know, you so can live here for years and not know everything. What's a, what's a, um, like a, a really interesting or like a crazy fact that you've learned recently? Oh gosh, um, let me think about that. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, let's see here. Um, our town of Spring Lake has something called a Sandhills Family Heritage Center, um, and it dates back to 1945. And our town of Spring Lake has a has a really rich agricultural history, in part because of plantations that were there. Um, and then um, once African-American slaves were freed, then they put down roots in Spring Lake and built farms and um, um, really became the founders of that town. And so in 1945, they built, um, built the Spring Lake Civic Center. And during the civil rights era, it served as a, a safe place for African-American residents to um, host NAACP meetings, work on school desegregation efforts, voter registration drives. And hmm. um, that to me is, is is just one little fascinating factoid about Spring Lake and why that town became a cornerstone for Cumberland County. And that particular center was such a safe place for the African-American residents. And um, I love finding out things like that about Cumberland County. That's interesting. What about the one about Babe Ruth? Yes, yes. Um, a lot of our local residents know this, but most folks don't know that Babe Ruth's first professional home run was hit during his visit here when he was actually here for a baseball training camp. And um, there's a historic marker right on the outskirts of downtown um, that kind of tells the brief little story of that. But not only did he hit his first professional home run here in 1914, he also earned his nickname while he was staying here. So I love to tell people Babe Ruth might not have even been known as Babe Ruth if he hadn't visited Fayetteville all those years ago. So somebody called him Babe Ruth? Well, um, the reason that they called him Babe was because he was such a young um, baseball player, and he was kind of treated like a favorite almost by, um, by the coach during spring training. <laughs> and he also was known for kind of his antics or um, jokester. He was kind of a jokester type. And um, while he was staying in a hotel even, he was – playing pranks on people on the elevator. And so people started to call him babe because he was just kind of the baby of the team and it, it just really stuck. I mean, it's interesting. And, and honestly, for those of you listening, you should check out that post. I'm going to put a link to that uh, in the notes. Um, Cause there are so many more. How many total did you come up with? 
I came up with 25. I was trying to be super ambitious and come up with a list of 50 like you did, but I stopped at 25 for now, but I'm, I'm going to be adding more to this as I, you know, just like you guys do when you, when you start a blog and you realize, Oh gosh, there's so much more I could, um, I could put in here, but I've run out of words for now. So always. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. And then, uh, I guess one last question before we move on to elsewhere. So you mentioned Dirtbag and Dirtbag is just, it's an amazing place. Um, it, it's a convenient stop off I-95 and uh, probably one of the best breweries in North Carolina. Let me just ask you, what's like your go-to beer if you go there? Oh my goodness. Well, um, they, they've had three flagship beers, but the very first beer that they ever brewed that they kind of became known for is called the blood orange Kolsch. And okay. that's still such a favorite of people, um, that visit dirt bag. Um, it's just a really refreshing beer. Um, and you know, recent, just recently they brewed another one called Cerveza Buena and I, really love that one. I, I mean, I could go on and on Carl, if you want me to go down their beer list, but, um, they're always, always brewing new beers. And, uh, since they started canning, uh, they've been able to can something like nine or 10, um, of their, their customers' favorite beers. And of course they do distribute. So you'll find their beer in places around North Carolina. But, um, if you really want to find some some good ones you've got to go to the brewery itself because they don't don't necessarily distribute all of the beers that they make yeah we can uh we're lucky that uh we have total wine in our area and you can get the cold brew mocha porter which is christina's favorite yes uh Um, so i mean that's it's great but yeah i think it's an amazing place it it's similar to me not as huge in scale but it's close uh to sierra nevada out there um in Henderson County, right, right across the line from uh, where Asheville is. It's so interesting that you say that, Carl, because when um, Visit and Seas PR team came to visit Dirtbag Ales, while they were building it, they said, oh my goodness, this is going to be like a miniature version of Sierra, Sierra Nevada. And it, it really is because it's a whole complex, you know, and it's spread out on five acres of land. And, yeah. um, you know, you've got the on-site restaurant and the music stage and the sports field, and um, they just keep adding and adding on to it. Um, so it, it's changing. Every single time I go out there, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's new. That's new, you know. Um, but people treat it as just an outdoor destination um, to spend a day or an afternoon with friends and family and you know, spread out a picnic blanket and chairs and listen to music and let your dog and your kids play. Um, I, it's absolutely one of my favorite destinations to point people here right off of exit 41. (laughs) I I really feel like we could talk about Fayetteville a lot, even beyond, you know, just talking about the downtown. I mean, there's what the Haymont district, uh, there's, I mean, and even downtown, I mean, there's a kids museum, and then the Airborne Museum, and then also, I mean, where the woodpeckers play. There's, there's so much going on, and uh, I, I feel like we could, we could talk about this forever. But I just want to know, I mean, being a travel chat, uh, say if you've decided to leave town for a bit, what's like the first place you're going to? And don't worry, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> are, you, are you talking about me traveling outside of Fayetteville? Yeah, yeah. Like, where are you going to go? Like, if 
Like what's your favorite place to go? Oh man, you're really putting me on the spot here to think about this. Um, gosh, I, I think probably I visited the Raleigh area the most, uh, in, in North Carolina. Um, but I, since, um, Wrightsville beach is so close to Fayetteville, you know, it's only like 50 miles or so. It's a, it's a really convenient trek to get to the ocean here. And, um, I, I definitely am probably more of a beach girl than I am a mountain girl. So I really enjoy going to the Wilmington area and trying the breweries and, um, hitting the beaches there. Uh, I love how North Carolina has really protected its beaches and kept them from kind of becoming um, overly commercialized, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty remarkable when you compare it to other beach destinations, just how pristine and, and protected the beachfront areas are um, from all of that. And so I appreciate that so much about um, traveling in the beaches in North Carolina. I think that Wrightsville has some of the most beautiful water. Um, that I've seen from a beach here. I agree. I agree. And I've been to, you know, the Florida panhandle. I've been to, you know, Texas beaches, Alabama. I've, you know, I've seen, seen quite a bit of the, at least the Southern or Southeastern coastline and Wrightsville is um, you're right. The water is, is super clear and the sand is, is um, it's, it's so pretty. I, I would agree with that. So do you have like a favorite uh, place to eat there? In, in Wrightsville? Yeah. Um, actually, yes. Yes. I recently had the opportunity to try um, Tower 7. I don't know if you've been there, um, but it's, it's just right there at kind of the main intersection in, um, in Wrightsville Beach. And that is some delicious kind of California-inspired Mexican food. And um, the story behind the owner of that place is, is a fascinating story in and of itself, but I won't go into all those details, but I would, I would highly recommend that to folks that haven't um, visited Wrightsville before. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, and so uh, one last thing um, before I let you go, I just want to know where can people find what you're doing online? Sure. Um, you can uh, go to visit FayettevilleNC.com for our comprehensive website and to see all of the things that I mentioned during this interview. But um, also our the blog that I write is GoFayetteville.com and that digs into um, you know this the specific areas, the visitor interests that I was mentioning before, and you can find everything from baseball history to our international cuisine scene. Um, and so many of the blogs are a reflection of my personal favorite um, places. So um, I would recommend both those sites. Thank you so much for all you do above all in connecting us and everyone else to Fayetteville. If you haven't had a chance to check out Jenny's work, you really should. Again, a big thanks to Jenny for talking with me here for NC Travel Chat. Fayetteville is a place that's totally worth your time, and we hope you can fit it into your North Carolina bucket list. In case you didn't already know, we've created our own North Carolina bucket list at nctripping.com with over 200 things to do in places like Fayetteville and elsewhere throughout the state. We also share frequent updates on our social media channels at NC Tripping on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Thank you for listening to NC Travel Chat. I'm your host, Carl Hedinger. If there's someone you know who'd like to appear on the chat, please let us know by email at info at nctripping.com. In the meantime, we hope to see you out there exploring North Carolina.